Okay, so the other question. Are you still a couple? Hello, it's Eglantina Zing. You might have heard some things about me, perhaps. And yes, I am all of that and much more. And in my podcast, The Zing with Double G, I will be sharing my views, thoughts, opinions on culture, society, feminism, sex, and all of it. All of that everyone is thinking, but no one dares to talk about. Every Wednesday, I will be offering you a new episode with incredible guests from celebs, friends, big names, authors, artists. And also, since I love talking to myself, will be only me talking my head. The last episode of the season will be exclusively for you guys with my subscribers. So we'll get to chat. I will get to read some of your DMs, play to voice notes and talk basically of whatever you want. So don't forget to subscribe, join the fun and listen to The Zing every Wednesday. You can find The Zing at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music or wherever you get your podcast. Follow me at Eglantina Zing, Z-I-N-G-G to DM and get in touch. Let us explore and lose control. Thing with Double G today, I am super honored and thank for, thank to all of you for choosing this thing as your favorite podcast. You can tap into in any of the platforms you get your podcast: Apple, uh, Spotify, YouTube. You know the drill. Subscribe, give some hearts, and if you find any value in this conversation, share it. Because today we have two very special guests. I'm super excited because these two young ladies are authors or a breakthrough of youtubers that share fashion travel they're designers they're collaborative and uh, reinventing the word or redescribing the word partnership in love and in work i want to welcome to the zing with the two g's calle y poche daniela and maria jose bienvenidas thank you so much for being here tonight no thank you for having us we're super excited and thank you for that description. I loved it. You did? Yeah, I love that introduction. revolutionaries. <laughs> These young ladies are killing like, it around wow. the world. <laughs> they have a, a book, two books, a series in Amazon coming up, and they're here in Miami killing it. How wow. does that feel? Congratulations. <laughs> I love that introduction. <laughs> I love it. And I think we, we feel very great, grateful with everything that's been happening right now in our lives. And yeah, I think that's just it. We're really grateful right now. So you got constant search for innovation. Yeah. Like we don't like um, stagnation and we like to keep moving and expanding ourselves. So that's why I think we've been doing merch and books and acting and now she's making music and I want to direct so it's like a constant hunger um yeah of expansion I guess yeah I think we're trying to evolve work-wise relationship-wise with ourselves like with the with our personal growth and I think it's, that's always changing and expanding in so many different ways. And what I'm trying right now to, to, focus, to focus on is to live like in the present moment. And that's why I said grateful, because I'm just trying to focus in on whatever we are doing right now. Mm -hmm. And I think that's 
that's about it. Stay present. It's super important. Yeah, exactly. Stay present. And it's super difficult. I think that it's not a, like an easy... It's super easy to, to say, but I don't think it's that easy to actually apply. So, yeah. It's the hardest thing because we're all constantly in our heads mm -hmm. thinking what we can do. And yeah. especially, I guess, for women, if you try to expand from different branches, it's like mm -hmm. she's all over the place. You're doing music, you know, one of them is creating, the other one's writing, and you have books. But you have been able to actually concentrate all of your talent and work together through a relationship in love and through a relationship in work. And I have so many questions of all of our audience that have been oh super excited that Calle Poche was here. Yay. And uh, I am actually super excited. I have a thousand questions, so I'm going to try to narrow, the, narrow it down. And uh, I'm going to start with a question that is really, ultimately, because at the thing where it's a conversation. We're here not to interview you. We're here to have a conversation. Honestly, is the only thing that we know not negotiate. You can ask me and I can ask you yeah. anything. And I think it's important because when I started this podcast, it was about to listen, let's break a little bit of the, 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 the things that we all think about and we judge people. How can we uh, normalize a little yeah. bit about all this judgment that we brought out of the society? Me being... 100 years older than them. Oh, my which, God, 100 uh, years older. I wish, wish it that you look like me and at your age, motherfucker. You don't look <laughs> at all. Yeah, that is the answer. answer. Go like, to the wow. gym every day. But let's get back to business. <laughs> Everything that everybody wants to know, who's the top and who's the bottom? Oh. <laughs> straight um, to the... Straight to the point. Yeah. Who's the top and who's the bottom? Because we like to mix it up. Yeah. We're very flexible, I would say. But I, most of the time, I prefer bottom. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But I don't mind oh, being top. <laughs> Depends on the mood. <laughs> I mean, I asked that question is because a little bit of the stereotype. It's very few times that you find uh, relationships of lesbian girls or women. And I've been in it. And I've paved the way, motherfuckers, for you. <laughs> Thank you. So, hail to the queen. I'm kidding. But um, in ways of people, I don't know if you felt that they say, oh, you don't strike me like a lesbian or you don't look like this. And if you do have a relationship, one has to assume, based on a heterosexual relationship, mm -hmm. the position of a man over a woman. Yeah. So I'm asking that because you as youngsters and killing it, what do you feel about that? If that's something that it flows or that's something that it comes up into the relationship sometimes. It's funny because we actually hate like that question. Like when they ask us, um, not the one you just did, but like okay, who's the man yes. in the relationship? Yeah. <laughs> just I re that. say that again. <laughs> it's not my question that she hates. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, the question it's, is good. Exactly. The answer. Good. Exactly. I'm talking about the, the topic. Um, so it's annoying when people assume the there's like a, like a man in the relationship. Um, and I think we need to um, deconstruct that idea. So we just flow with both of our energies. Like we are big believers that we all have both sides within mm. us, like the feminine and the masculine. Um, and you could assume like I'm more masculine, mm -hmm. but I like flowing with both Why would of, they our, assume? of my energies. I think because of the stereotypical mannerisms or the... 
I don't know, like just my energy, the, the thing that I irradiate. She has a big dick energy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think it's, it's, it's more about just being yourself and not um, label us in, in one or the other. Yeah, I think it's really interesting because for me, people tend to like not think um, bisexual or lesbian or whatever. They're like, you don't look like uh -huh. a gay person. You, what? <laughs> You're like straight. <laughs> what are you talking about? And that's a thing I, I receive a lot. And I, like, I do not know how I feel about it, to be really honest. To be honest. Like, yeah, to be it's really a, honest. It's uncomfortable. I, I don't know if I'm always like... Flattered or like yeah, I'm insulted. Like, what am I supposed to think about what you're saying? Am I, I... Like, I don't even know if I'm comfortable or not when people say that to me because I'm not trying to fit... On a, in a mold, like to to look certain way or to or to be this way, so so then I can be like part of the gay community or the yeah. you know. So it's really weird for me to be honest. To be honest, I, I, I like I don't mind when people say that to me, but I'm but I kind of feel awkward about it because I think. I'm more connected to my feminine side on how, on my looks, for example. But I think what you just, what Poche just said is that we're actually, like I am really, I, I, I let myself flow on whatever energy I'm feeling actually. So yeah, I think I have a very masculine side on in some things, but I love being feminine and and that's something I really like about our relationship. I think neither one of us like fit the exact mold of what a gay lesbian relationship look should look like. I think what is important that you guys are doing are, are actually um, breaking what that stereotype of what you should look like because I never understood it. They told yeah. me so many times, they say, you don't strike me like a lesbian. You don't look like... It's, how does that look like? How does that, it's a that taste like? It's a right? contradiction. Like we're like, supposed to break the labels. It, like why is there a, a certain type of way a so, lesbian should look like or and, act like? It's, it's so weird. And the funny thing is that it also happens... In the, in the LGBT community, mm -hmm. inside the LGBT community, they also are very judgmental mm -hmm. about if you actually fit or not on the mold of how you well, look. I don't know and about that's you, something but I'm it, like... Mm. I don't have many lesbian friends, and uh, I do have a bunch lot, but not as many um, as I wish. Or like, yeah. because at some point, I think it's like, um, it becomes a cult of mm. people trying to uh, separate and put you in a mold of what you're, what you're, what you look like or what you're interested in. And then it's, it's about love and it's about being free to be whoever you want to be and dress whoever you want to be. And if one day you want to be at the top, one day you want to be in the bottom, have the flow. It doesn't mean an unnecessary pressure. I think heterose heterosexual relationships sometimes become so overwhelming and not long-lasting, or at least not happily long-lasting, um, because people assume roles. Mm 
you are yeah. the one who have to be the provider, you are the one who have to be the protector. And there's a lot of pressure for men and there's a lot of pressure for women. And nowadays it's super trendy to say, I'm the boss lady, I can do it all. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you know, no, I don't want to be every single day productive. I don't have to fit the oh. box or the standards of everybody. And I think with uh, what everything you've done from your content to your books to your series to your podcast it uh, it uh, shows a honest and beautiful relationship of two people yeah. aside of can i ask when did you know you were gay ah, at a very young age really at a very young age and the father of the girl that i liked said hey hey listen you know gay guys have an opportunity in this world lesbians have no fucking show Ooh. wow And um, and I think, I don't know what you girls think, but I think they say that about women because it's also the ability to sustain uh, or being economically uh, independent. Yeah. So um, I don't know if you were judged at some point with breaking through or people were aggressive or they will tell you you're not going to get a job or we're going to like, you know, break your contract and you actually break through through that or you never had that. Yeah, for me... I actually had like kind of a relationship before it wasn't a relationship we like it was just a guy I I liked um before before Poche and I remember he once told me that I wasn't gonna make it because I was like oh I want to be in the arts I want to be an actress and I want to do this and that and whatever and he was like <laughs> that's not gonna happen and I do remember that a lot because it's a world like mm, like driven I don't know how, how to say that that word in, in English say it in Spanish, it's muy machista but... it's like sí. I don't know if it's men driven what, what's the word Patrick machista uh -huh. machista so they just like it doesn't matter if you're gay or not like just for being a woman You are conditioned to not making it somehow. So I do remember that that a lot, and I think that make us like for women they make us like more driven to success, and I think that's why there's so many powerful women right now. Because mm. we're like, no, <laughs> that's not how it works. And not just to prove people wrong, because I don't know, I, I don't think that's the, like, the biggest um, motive. I just think it's, it, it has something to do also with that. Like, to prove ourselves, to prove whoever we want to prove wrong, and, and to get what we just want to get, and that's it. So, yeah. And when it comes to our relationship... Um, I'm thinking about our coming out and we did receive like many comments of warning like you should not say you guys are dating like brands are going to get scared mm -hmm. and people are going to stop consuming your content and like that was the comment not maybe because we were women but because we were gay mm -hmm. so that was like the the main thing we received from some people and we didn't listen to that uh, of and and today because um you know sometimes you know you come from relationships with other men or with whatever and bisexual do you consider yourself uh gay or you will call yourself uh 
Trisexual. I call myself You'll try anything gay. for sex. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I, I don't like labeling myself. Um, I just am. So I'm like flowing. But I do like the term gay. Like it makes me feel um, comfortable. Like to know um okay with differences. So I, I don't mind calling myself gay. What about you? I think uh, like for me, um, if I have to label in something, I will say maybe bisexual or gay works for me. Uh, like I queer. queer or even I, I, I don't know if this is the right um, definition of pansexual. It's just mm -hmm. like you fall in love with the soul of another person. Sure. It doesn't matter if it's like man, woman, just doesn't matter. The chimpanzees. So. Years. I had a, a girlfriend for 14 years. Wow. And the biggest thing of her life, it was like, oh, they're going to call me a lesbian. She loved me and I loved her and I treasure her forever, always. And I hope they caught this because she's going to kill me every time I say <laughs> this. But um, the point of not being, ex not accepting, it was like it took me months in a bathtub trying yeah. to say to myself to the mirror the word lesbian because it, it was such a discrimination it yeah. comes with so much uh, tainted pain like disgust like it, you're gonna be interesting because i think that happens with the lesbian word and it's something and with you said gay and you know yes. you, you like there's lesbian. something well so. i don't label myself as a lesbian because i'm let's also do the exercise lesbian 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 <laughs> lesbian 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 let's change our instagram bios lesbian um no but no, i i i don't call myself as a lesbian because i'm i'm attracted also to men and what you just yeah. said about pansexual yeah. but there's something about that word yeah. that Dangerous. at the beginning is difficult to to mix it with yourself. I don't know how to say it. Like it has, we, a, we super, it has it. a super negative connotation. And you used to say, like, I don't like when that you word. See, when you imagine, that's why I'm asking, because I want to be able to uh, indulge, investigate a little bit, and not because I'm putting the, 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 you know, the pressure on you, but I believe that there is a connotation to a word that should not have. You say gay much more easily than you say Wait, lesbian. And you imagine lesbians like this big, butchy, aggressive uh, people. And that's why when they see you, it's like, you don't strike me like a lesbian. You don't look like a lesbian. Mm -hmm. Or you imagine the gay guy being, uh, you know, this crazy. And there are much more advancements and much more out there of gay couples, men, same-sex gay couples that have achieved success in business, in uh, families, but there's not many of um, of, of beautiful lesbians, a cool, you know, I don't know, maybe, uh, I don't know if because the, the same shyness of the fear that you're going to get caught up or maybe because it's an own personality of the female uh, gender that we're like more than cat more like cats and yeah i don't know mm. but i was just um interested but in, i think it also has to do like with men sexualizing lesbians or we live in a world that is patriarchy and they want to put you as something yeah, horrible. like making lesbians like this um dirty desire and i think it's something that has to do with that also for you always need a man to protect you and provide you and everything and yeah. and you girls have been independent successful 
being together and showing the whole world your love. Yeah. So congratulations for that. <laughs> and whoever is a hater, let them hate. Totally. Yeah, totally. See? There's always gonna be they're always gonna be haters, so whatever. You just let them flow. How do you manage that? Huh. Because you've talked seasons. a lot about mental health. <laughs> yeah, I think we so we do have is the mental seasons. health has something um, related to the audience, or yeah. is it something? I think it's a interesting topic because as a couple that works together, that we are a couple and that we like are so exposed to the public. Mm -hmm. And also because what we decide in our like in one moment to share with the with people and and yeah what what, the, what we decide to put out there of, of our relationship it also and because we're women uh, women people tend to compare mm. to compare us mm -hmm. way too much. Mm like way too much and it was like oh she's a better dancer than you and you are she's better than you constantly I, I remember that that was like the first comments and I remember people being more hateful towards me just because I wasn't just because I I wasn't skinny just because I was fat and whatever so people were like <laughs> super oh she's the pretty one she's so skinny you're not you look like this and that and she's way better than you in so many different ways that at first we start like super young like 18 mm -hmm. years old and I also remember apart from that that when we we were always together before being a couple we were like best friends and we were always together and I remember also friends and people saying like comments that I know they were like harmful comments but they were comparing us in 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 many different ways and it got into a point on our relationship where it actually it was a problem in a in relationship like all kind of for each of us be cool when you are like so in love with this person and you admire everything about this person and you're so young you're so young that when you start hearing so many moments all like were saying like that you're so much better than so many waves like you like i mean i was like no i don't care i don't care it's fine it's fine it's fine for therapy and everything and i was like huh I do care. <laughs> I thought I was like, no, haters, they're gonna hate, fuck them, whatever. And it's like, yeah, still fuck them. <laughs> but it what people think we say doesn't have like impact on you and, and whatever. And try to protect yourself and like to build like this mental health and this like place where you actually do not care. That I think that's the place I'm right now. And I wasn't in that place, and I thought I was, and I wasn't. So it was really like a cold subject because it's not fun when you start like work, relationship, and everything. And also, there's like this voice of of compare com, com, with your partner, mm -hmm. where you just want to admire your par partner. You don't want to compete with your partner. That's not cool. 
Interesting because our therapist told us that um, these things usually happen to lesbian couples mm -hmm. in where they start becoming like a symbiosis. one thing, uh -huh. yeah. like a symbiosis in order to avoid comparison. That was going to be your therapy because I, that was my question. Exactly. But... And we were that. Like when we say we were always together, we were always together. Like for six whole years, I didn't saw my dad mm -hmm. if she wasn't with me. Or she, like, I think we weren't separated like for a day, for six years. And you regret anything about that time that you didn't spend with your family or, or your dad because you were with her or? I think I don't. No. But now I realize that's not healthy for us anymore. Yeah. And that happened last year. And comparison was getting to our relationship. So we were unconsciously making decisions to... From each other, separate, um, and we started realizing it had to do with haters. So, um, I don't know, we would second guess um, when buying clothes because we don't want to look the same, okay. or I don't want to do music anymore. Like, we started making these things like to be individuals, and the good thing is. The good thing about hate is that... Yeah, it was kind of a realization for us to... Oh, we are being a thing. We're not being like claro. Daniela and Maria. We're yeah, just one. being one person. And I, 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 I won't come here and say, oh, it was awful. I hate it. No, I loved my relationship then. And I love my relationship now. And what is... And what's our relationship now becoming? But it was difficult. It was not nice. <laughs> like when you get to that point that it's like, okay, we're one thing and we are, we now want to be like, well, to also gather as individuals and fall in love with the other person in a place where we can actually see each other. Because we were so like, we were one thing that there Like, we were like this. So, people, if you want to understand what I'm trying to explain, you must go to the video because I'm using my hands. Macaquinhas. <laughs> Garrapatas. So, so, yeah, we were so close to each other that we couldn't actually see ourselves, like, see the other person. So, we, like, important for a relationship is to admire the other person. And I think we got to a point where we can... We were so focu focused on Kaja Poche and what we were doing that we were like see each other from like from a point of view. I think that took us to a really place to learn more about each other as individual and as individuals, and to also we felt a need to like be super loyal in stupid things to each other. So to last in. La symbiosis, yeah. So we were like, I don't know, I want to do music, and music is like one of my biggest dreams and one of the things that I'm, I'm more um, passionate. passionate about. And that's not her thing. And she was like, I, I, I felt it was my duty. Like, exactly. To make music because we were one thing. Like, it, it was. Shit, and, it's and it, yeah, and, and I was like, okay, I want to do this and I like this. But I also was really in some things and really 
it it was super slow process because I knew she wasn't like really good at it. So it was also like a way of the music thing that wasn't letting also things happen. Things because happen. if you wanted to do the music, she had to come with you because you exactly. were wanting. Exactly. So you have no individuality. Exactly. This is an example. Like this would happen in everything in our relationship. And I actually have a memory of us going for um, therapy, like many years ago. Yeah, but that's, we, you went to couple therapy. Yeah, but that was so like that's uh, very advanced because not most people go to. Actually no, we actually do, and we currently do. Like we right. take, a, it's like mandatory, but because we wanna. Yeah. But I'm talking about our first approach to I couple wanna therapy. Your, I want to be your therapist. Like I, I have not enough in my head. I would love to be your therapist. <laughs> so we once went to a Colombian therapist and she told us to draw how we view our relationship like in circles. All right. Like with a marker. Yeah. And I remember I draw a huge circle and a little one inside of that one. And, it was and I was the little circle and oh. Kaje was the big one. And then she told Kaje to do the same and she draw a whole circle divided in two. Like the half, uh, yeah, media yeah, naranja. Yeah. Uh -huh. And she was so concerned. <laughs> I think this is not okay. healthy. And we were like, what are you talking about? I love our circles. And she was like, no, guys, like you should be each one a whole no, circle, circle. And then you create something in between. <laughs> And we couldn't see it at that moment. We were like, nobody understands this. Yeah, we and we like, kept being a uh, symbiosis for many years. Yeah, and we were like, this therapist doesn't know anything. She doesn't know shit. Like, bye. We don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> bye, <ciao. laughs> Like, bye. You don't know what you're talking you're about. Fired. And, yeah, and my graphic was concerning. Yeah. Like I was something But within you. At least she put you as half. Yeah, you I just was. Put yourself so minimized, yes. little in the middle. Yes. But listen, that's the biggest challenge. I think is not in only same-sex relationship. I think in every relationship, people tend to adopt whatever the other alpha male is, and that's why I started the question of who is the top. Besides being funny, which it's <laughs> the, just a little bit of an exercise to know who thinks it's in power because we always assume and oh. if you marry a man you know you have to do this for them you stay quiet you oh. mute, you uh, mute all your dreams just to fit into somebody that you love because sometimes people think that love is doing that mm -hmm. and that's not love and what yeah. your girls have done and be able to to submit that because and especially relationships are hard yeah But to work together and be together 24-7. So, like, if the relationship doesn't work, the work fails? And, or have you ever talked about? Or if the work fails, then the relationship gets fucked up? Because I work with my girlfriend, but every night sometimes I feel like if I talk a little bit more about work, then dude, we're never going to have a space to, to be, a, you know, a couple. Yeah, I think it's something we've learned to deal with and somehow it works what, for what, us. What was the biggest learning? How do you know how to separate one thing? How do you create those boundaries? I think it got confusing to a point because we were always online and our work was 24-7 to be showcasing ourselves. Mm -hmm. So it got confusing, but to the point that we didn't have like quality time for ourselves because we felt... Um, we didn't have the right to. Mm -hmm. 
like we felt we needed to show so everything and be like super nothing private transparent uh-huh so that's when we realized like this is not healthy like we don't have to be making live stream all day or making stories every single night like we need to have um dates for ourselves and quality time for ourselves and it's our right to have like that that space yeah. for us Growing in, as a, in a business in a, in, in a world that is constantly showing content, it's, uh, it's very hard to separate that. And uh, the right is not your right. It's the right to the people, to the public that are following you and they expect so much from you. Exactly. So. Yeah. And I think we, like from a year and a half now, maybe, kind of, I think, um, <laughs> it, we've been like, having more things to ourselves we don't like we just we got to the place that we are now not sharing everything about our lives in general mm -hmm. or about our relationship or whatever is happening like understood and i think what we done in what we have done in the past times i'm like i could have done better I could have done this so much differently and now I would ha I, I will be feeling probably so much different but it isn't the case so whatever um, very important for us that we got to got to that point where we are like okay we don't have to share everything about our relationship or whatever we're feeling we are way more comfortable with that now and that give us like we're mo way much more and a place to live in like to live for us and not for to be other people things because they're getting like very since we start like because we show so much they now feel they have the right to know and when like they want to know everything in the exact moment when things happen and it's like We don't even know what's happening sometimes. Why am I gonna tell them and say something? And like, we have to have time for ourselves in everything that's happening in our lives. And I way I feel way more happy. With at the beginning, we felt super guilty, like to Definitely. not be showing everything and like to make that. Mm. I personally felt super. Um, and now I feel it was a self-love act, like knowing what to keep and what to share. But it got confusing at the beginning. Yeah. Like um, there was this big actress and uh, she would share. I was with Nicolas Cage and we were in the middle of sex and he left me because he went to buy the dealers, the drugs from the dealers. But she will never he will share things like scandalous, but she will never share about her kids or her family so at some point I think entertainment and in the world that you are connecting with people you have been uh, truthful enough and vulnerable enough to show us your relationship hardcore yeah. and, and, and break a little bit of, of the stereotypes and the boundaries and yes I guess sometimes it becomes like you have the whole theater inside your house and you're like ah, you don't want to have the whole theater inside your house but for you too I I, I, I I honestly think it's super hard. I don't know if it's only because of girls, but 
working together, living together, uh, finding your space, growing up together because you're very young ladies. And now you're launching the second book, which they say they keep some things to themselves, but really they're inviting us all, keep inviting us all to go into your life and to learn a little bit more about what beautiful relationship of sorority and about what you can do, not mattering, you know, uh, your gender or where you come from. Uh, you, the language of love that you promote, it's, it's beautiful. And I wonder if a guy comes here and says, or a brand or somebody comes and says, like, I pay you a million dollars and I'm not paying you. <laughs> will you guys fight or will you guys share? We're actually start to do like things separate. Not also Kaji Poche, but she's directing now and I'm doing music. So f for sure, there's going to be times... Mm -hmm. Where they're gonna be okay? Oh, you you already did. Like she had, she was directing her sister's videos, music videos, yeah. and I have like that's nothing not my thing. That. I I have nothing to do with that. I don't want any money. That that's yours. Any like music revenue is yours. Like we don't have a. Problem so you have a prenup. <laughs> <laughs> a prenup? No. Do you want to get married? I think I we want to be in love forever and like to nurture our relationship mm -hmm. we used to be obsessed with the idea of traditionally well mm -hmm. she was obsessed with the tradition of marriage um i think not anymore like no. we don't think it's necessary like to sign a paper like to be Commit. com committed to each other and It doesn't depend oh, on that. I just crap. do it. Let's all get married. Let's all get married. <laughs> But Sign we, we want to make a partner. huge party. Yeah, I, 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 what I wanted about the marriage uh, thing situation was the, the dress and the party and just that moment. It's a symbolism. Yeah, more than like the paper and to sign something like... At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. People tend to put so much pressure on marriage and, and, oh, my God, we're signing this and we have to. People tend to get divorced more often, more mm -hmm. often than to stay together yeah. for the whole, whole life. So, like, it doesn't matter. You can get divorced. Yeah. That's the point. So, just with the flow and if we want to do like a big party and yes. use a dress we can do it but i can feel it and i mean if you want to sign papers and whatever you can still do it it's fine but kids. i just don't think yes kids yes kids yeah we See? do want to have kids i want a baby now no not now See? not now no no yes. no 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 the no. girl called egla and tina <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i think we would love to raise a child but not now in a very long time yeah why don't leave no. it for so long man do it no, now good like because this. you know the thing is <laughs> I, like sometimes two I, years I, ago you yeah. wanted to get married and now two years from now you're not gonna have a child yeah, so do no. it now because if you think too much I, then I, you're I, not gonna I, do the it part are, the part kids, I, it's advice here from the wise woman kids are expensive <laughs> they are but you guys are making money you no, make but money. I do kids like are a responsibility you tienes aquí a Lina she'll sell it to people Telemundo Cashin 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 babies Bring a lot of money. No, verdad? Y el abogado, the lawyer here could tell you. No, um, I, I still want the money for myself. <laughs> for now. <laughs> Selfish. Oops, it sounds familiar. 
But listen, you guys are coming up with your Amazon series. It's the second book. And it said that it's not really an autobiography, but our experiences. Has like some situations or things that maybe happened to us in a different way. way. But it's not our story and it's not an autobiography. Like that's something we knew from the beginning. We didn't want to make a autobiography when we were 26. But I must be honest, when I read the title, I was like, ah, that's everything I want to call my brain. <laughs> you know, like, and it's the question that you... You tell the person that you're in love with that it's your love of your life and we're, you know, going to sign a paper and love you forever and be there through the bads and the goods and the jail and death and, you know, sickness, life and forever. And then at some point you wake up one morning and that's not the person that you're growing uh, And I think in our case, uh, about what we were talking um, when it comes to the symbiosis, mm -hmm. I think this book represents that Um, madurez si, sí, matureness uh, because at the beginning because we were, couldn't even imagine ourselves as individuals mm -hmm. so of course when when in our personal journey when we started like becoming individuals there are new fears that we haven't even had at the beginning because we were like we, were, we are one thing so I think it comes um from that cool really crazy at that point we were we weren't able to even think that question mm -hmm. it was like a no yeah. no i think that's something you actually it's healthy to to ask yourself you can ask so many things like to yourself and it doesn't mean that thing but yeah. to be able to questions i healthy i mean it wasn't even like a thought Yeah, because we were one thing. Exactly. Like, so that be a question? yeah, and, and it also uh, has to do with insecurities. Uh huh. And I think it it has been beautiful to um, find our own insecurities and to know where they come from and to feel empathy for the other. Um, so I think this book talks about that. The book, the Amazon series is coming out, uh, I think, in uh, April. No, the book is coming out in April, the second book. The second book. And uh, if you haven't gotten the first one, just get them. Follow Calle Poche. It's been an amazing conversation. And I think all I can wrap around here is about following a love story, making it work, and in a way, um, grow together because we don't know where the flow is going gonna, uh, gonna to take you. And that, that, that respect and that love has inspired inspired millions of followers that you guys have all over Latin America and all over the U.S. And uh, I'm so happy to have you in Miami, have you here at the Zinc Podcast, because this conversation has enhanced my day. And I was <laughs> super happy Same. to have. And um, and I want you girls to, to come back and we can talk a little bit more and more about um, life and love. And we have some questions from the audience who are very curious. Ooh, go And ahead. I have them here. So I have a question from Maria Castillo. She says, uh, are you ready? Yeah. See? Si? No. Maria Castillo says, who made the first move? <laughs> I did, but... No, no. She, I, no. I, no, no, I no, I gave on. her the keys, but she was already 
weird with me. So you made the move. No. no. The energetic move. <laughs> no. Get it right. I don't know. That's a, that's no. a very suspicious answer. Yeah. <laughs> it was me. I'm proud of it. Uh, okay. How was it? You grab her ass, you kiss her <laughs> with a tongue. No, we were in Cartagena. Cross eyes. Ay, Cartagena. And I love Cartagena because of that also. And Wedding in Cartagena. Sorry. Ciudad Murallada. Esa misma. But okay, how, ay, how ay, was mismo. it? You were in Cartagena? Where? Um, no, we were sleeping. We were supposed to be asleep at that time. Yeah. And I just lean to her and kiss her and it was my first kiss ever in the lips yes with tongue yes oh and, yes. She, kissed, and she kissed you back yes she did you're badass mira <laughs> <laughs> and then you were like no not we, weird or we or? were um, i was confused because i think i i haven't even asked myself about my sexuality to that point Um, so I was super confused about myself and it was my best friend and she was a woman and it was my first kiss. It was like too much at the beginning. So yeah, that was our start. It was me. Anyway, so why, why do you say it was you? No, it, she was. Uh, she was. She so was the sure first one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I was the first one to, to fall in love. Um, What made you fall in love with her? In the world. So I was like, I was so into her. Like, there was no... Like, I wait for a year for her to <laughs> stop being confused. That's a lot. Like, I was... Like, After the kiss? Yeah. She waited a year? I had to wait a oh, freaking year. Love, That's mama. not nice. That's love, man. Did you That's see? That's love. Don't make... Don't make a move if you're gonna be my friends with benefits, like until you stop being confused. The lesbian experience. Yeah, Mariquita, que mala que eres. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I know. No, no, I was taking my time. No. I was confused, but I'm sorry. But it took so long. <laughs> okay, so the other question: Are you still a couple? Yes. Uh, obviously, they are. No. Like people yes. believe from this. Stronger and better than acting. ever. Yeah. Um, like that's the main hate comment. Like they have ever said that. What? Yeah. Did you what? <laughs> what did you Broken English. <laughs> But like people are obsessed with that idea and they keep thinking that we've been acting for eight years now. Ah, that you guys are yeah. just a, a Like a it's mirage. just for money and views and I... I I just can't believe they think that. Yeah, and now, now even more because we stop sharing stuff, uh -huh. and because we are now not a symbiosis, <laughs> and now I'm, I am Daniela, and she is Maria, and they're like, oh, you know what? You think whatever you want to think. Exactly. Like, I can confirm they are more in love than ever, and more <laughs> together, and stronger. Than ever. Let's see the other question. I need my glasses. Nos de Carlos 31. Es cierto que están grabando un docu serie con Amazon Prime para. Yes, we already finished filming and it's coming really, really, really soon. Um, and it's interesting because I think it was a very overwhelming experience, like to have cameras. But it's a docu. They follow you around all the time. Yeah. Well, not all the time, but they were two months. It was, they, they were 
two months that we were uh, back in Bogota, mm-hmm. uh, just like for the show. And it's a docu-reality, actually, mm-hmm. um, with our friends. So it's more about this dynamic in the group of friends and drama and, drama and relationships and <laughs> fights with friends. Like, yeah, more Our than, yeah. specific. Yeah, they're very specific. <laughs> I like that. I like that. For the second series, I think I'm going to be invited. I hopefully think Yay. I get invited for the drama <laughs> and, the, and the good times. Yeah. Man, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I wish you all the best and all the blessings in the world. I cannot Same. be prouder and happier to see two women so empowered, successful, and giving themselves the chance to learn from their mistakes, to be together, and to show love in so many different angles. So thank you for sharing that magic here at the Zing. Um, If you guys find any value in this conversation, share it. (laughs) If you want to find Calle and Poche individually together, you can share it here at the Zing. And um, thank you for the next episode. Let love rule, motherfuckers. We loved it. I loved it. On your seats. I never had a podcast with so many people. We have an audience here. <laughs> en una noche tan linda. No, espérate, no stop. You guys have a, a, a like Oprah Winfrey show. Sorry, I forgot. You have a gift underneath your, oh, oh, your seats. And um, oh because God, you are the ultimately girls with balls, everything that I do, the organization to give girls the I opportunity to succeed. And you have a female and a masculine, a black and a pink. Break the stereotypes. It's Girls With Balls. Do not Google Girls With Balls, please. But follow Goleadoras. It's an organization, foundation that uses soccer as an instrument to teach girls. And they're in Colombia. And uh, we would love to invite you to join us at the Goleadoras uh, Cup and Nike. And um, we will go. And uh, and to score many goals because I think it's important to equal level the ground of opportunities and to bring girls and women into the voice of, of. We all have a space, but they have told us since a young age that we don't belong in that same table. So. Through sports, it's a great catalyst, music, art, fashion, to bring people together and uh, to give you a sense of belonging and to explore and expand and excel your maximum potential. So I shut up. Bye-bye. Queso. Ciao.